0: to see you welcome welcome to our joint service our combined service and uh, it's great to be together as a church family i've just got one notice really actually it's uh, the church working party is on the 2nd of july saturday the 2nd Uh, that is a time when people can come and look after the building and look after the grounds uh, do some maintenance work so uh, everybody's welcome That's it's it's a 10 o'clock start i think saturday the 2nd july Uh, all are very welcome now, we, uh, we have uh, Mike and Rachel Hill with us this morning. Mike and Rachel, you want to come up? And uh, for some of you, many of you, I think, know Mike and Rachel uh, from previous visits to church here, but some of you may not. So Mike and Rachel, lovely to see you again. Um, and Mike's preaching this morning. Um, when, you're, when you're talking, be in front of the microphone for the camera particularly as well. But just tell us a little bit about... Well, who are you? Where are you from? And a little bit about what you do. Oh,
1: this one, this one. The camera's here. Oh, right. <laughs>
2: okay, we're Mike and Rachel. We're at the moment living in Birmingham, and we are working with Friends International, welcoming international students students from all around the world who come to study in Birmingham. And we have the great opportunity to welcome them, befriend them, help them, encourage them, and often opportunities to talk about our faith and for those who want to to actually share the Bible with them and some of them to lead them to faith in the Lord Jesus while they're here as well so it's a great job and (laughs) then
1: the work continues because of course uh, some are returning to tough situations back home, places where it's not easy well where is it easy to be a Christian but places where uh, there there may be persecution so uh, we would help them to uh, be To face that, and uh, maybe be able to introduce them to believers back in their home countries.
2: Mm. Thank you, Mike. Thank you. you. I was going to say we've partnered with Christchurch for maybe twenty years. Yeah, a long,
1: (laughs) a long time. First of all,
2: knowing John and Libby Wayne from their time in Cambodia, Mm. we were out in Cambodia for fifteen years, and a short, a a section of that time with John and Libby working with them.
1: And it's it's always lovely to be here. It feels like it's been a while because of um, all of the the ups and downs of the last couple of years.
2: Thank Thank you for your welcome. And it's really lovely to be with
0: you all. Wonderful. All right. Do have a chat with them afterwards as well. I'm sure they'll love to do that. So we're going to have a a call to worship as we are here. We're always in God's presence, aren't we? But particularly now as we gather together as church family. And if you heard that song before the service, all who are thirsty, all who are weak, come to the fountain. So do join in the words in bold. Come to the waters, you who are thirsty. Though you have no money, come. Buy wine and milk without money and without cost. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Why spend money on what does not satisfy? Listen to me, and you will have good things to eat and rich food to enjoy. My soul hungers for God, for the living God. Seek the Lord while he is still to be found. Call to him while he is near. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. And so, holy God, we come into your presence wanting to be fed and nurtured by you. Come, Lord Jesus, come. So let's stand and sing, led by the music group, our first hymn. Do stand to sing together. Do you have a seat? We've just sung, Holy, holy, holy Lord God Almighty. God is holy. He is three times holy. And yet, also, he is a God who welcomes us to him, who wants us to come to him. And so as we gather here in his name and to worship him, we come to confess before him that we are not holy we are being made holy and so there's some words of confession that we're going to use now and again there's a response save us and help us so let's just be quiet for a moment let's reflect on the week gone past and reflect where we are going to be asking God's forgiveness God, our Father, we come to you in sorrow for our sins, for turning away from you and ignoring your will for our lives. Father, forgive us, save save us and and help us. us. For behaving just as we wish, without thinking of you, Father, forgive us, save save us us and help us. For failing you by what we do, and think and say Father forgive us save us and help us for letting ourselves be drawn away from you by temptations in the world around us Father forgive us save us and help us for living as if we were ashamed to belong to your son Father forgive us save us and help us. And so may the God of love and power forgive you and free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his Spirit, and raise you to new life in Christ Jesus. Our Lord. Amen. Now we're going to sing a song that... uh, um, particularly the children uh, enjoy singing from school, but I think it's an all-age song. And may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. So let's stand and sing that together now, shall we? suggest we do that with actions. It's such a lovely song with actions, isn't it, Jeanette? Do you want to come on out? Jeanette, come and help me, because I know the actions, and I think some of you know them as well. If there's any children out there who want to join in as well, it's a lovely song with actions. It kind of loses it with the actions, without the actions. So, join in, and we'll sing that again. Is that all right? Sorry, James. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Start from the scratch, yeah. Okay, scratch, yeah. <laughs>
0: can't spot, there's a few children out there, there's not loads, but the children are out there, there's uh, Jeanette and I think Marie are going to be helping you with some activities uh, during uh, Mike's talk, so just whenever you're ready to do that, that's absolutely fine. But we're going to sing uh, another song now, actually, Cornerstone, sorry James, don't get much rest here this morning, (laughs) Uh, we're going to sing another song, Cornerstone, and then we'll have our reading, and then we'll have uh, the talk from Mike. So you'll know this song, Cornerstone. Christ alone, let's stand and sing together. Father, we thank you that you are our cornerstone. You are the rock on which our lives are built. And as we hear your word read, and as we hear your word explained and expounded, we pray that your word would challenge our hearts and that we would walk closer with you each day. In Jesus' name, amen. So Sandra is going to come and bring us our reading, and then Mike, bring us the talk.
3: The reading this morning is Psalm 42. As the deer pants for streams of water, so my soul pants for you, O God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When can I go and meet with God? My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, where is your God? These things I remember as I pour out my soul, how I used to go with the multitude, leading the procession to the house of God with shouts of joy and thanksgiving among the festive throng. Why are you downcast, O my soul? Why so disturbed within me? Put your hope in God, for I will yet praise Him, my Savior and my God. My soul is downcast within me, therefore I will remember you from the land of the Jordan, the heights of Hermon from Mount Mizar. Deep calls to deep in the roar. Of your waterfalls. All your waves and breakers have swept over me. By day, the Lord directs his love. At night, his song is with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning? oppressed by the enemy my bones suffer mortal agony as my foes taunt me saying to me all day long where is your God why are you downcast O my soul why so disturbed within me put your hope in God for I will yet praise him, my Saviour and my God. This is the word of the Lord.
1: Be to God. It's some. Um It is truly excellent to be with you today. Um, It feels like another of those firsts, you know, coming out of the pandemic, maybe the first time you were able to see relatives or to give a hug or whatever, and just coming up the road, the road, the M42, um, 50, 54, 54, um, to Shrewsbury, it was, yeah, it was great to know that we were going to come and see you again after so long. And it's a funny thing, you know, when I was asked what, what passage uh, would you like to preach on today, I looked up the Church of England lectionary. I don't usually do that. And Psalm 42 came up, and it seemed to be appropriate. Um, I hope you will find it will be appropriate for you. I want to start today um, by asking you to think of a high point If you are a Christian, a high point in your Christian life. If you're not a Christian, a high point in your life. Um, A time when you felt uh, God particularly present, you felt closest to God. And I wonder whether for some it might be pretty recent. It might even be now. That's wonderful. For many of us, maybe it's a little bit more distant memory now, I can remember first uh, coming to faith and just that excitement of, of being able to pray and having a sense of God, uh, God's love and acceptance and um, him speaking to me. Other times which were highs, uh, such as uh, a, a, a healing uh, at one point, or even when we see uh, God working with, um, in the lives of people that we love. Or that we are in relationship with—that's a high, isn't it? But then, in between, we find that we have dips. Uh, the Christian life is not sort of a takeoff, is it? It is—it is, it is um, very much high, highs and lows. And the psalmist here is in a low. Um, he's describing in very vivid ways. Dryness and dejection, desperation, distance from God. And because of his honesty and his faith, we can see how we can deal with these times when we feel low and distant from the Lord, when we feel down about our own lives about our lives with God, even our lives as a church. And he does, I want to suggest three things here. Um, First of all, he's he's self-aware. He um, recognizes uh, the emotional state that he's in. Now, I went to a boys' school. Uh, I ended up, I think, leaving that school are uh, better able to speak the language of Latin than the language of emotions. Let's put it that way. Um, and I had to learn that over the years, and I would say probably it's still not my, my first or second best language. Um, but this uh, psalmist describes very well how he feels. Secondly, he self-corrects. So he talks to himself Not in a crazy way, but actually in a very level-headed way, as we will see. And then finally, he's not self-reliant. Can we click one more time, please? (laughs) Definitely. He is um, reliant on God. So he does what he can, but then he chooses to wait for God to, um, to work in his life. And for very good reason, we'll see that as well. So, how is he self aware, first of all? What sorts of things does he say? And this is where I'm going to need those who have Bibles or have them open um, to be following some of this. Uh, So, first of all, he says he's like a deer panting for water, doesn't he? So. At the start of the book of Psalms, Psalm 1, I don't know whether you can think back to that, we're encouraged to be like a tree planted by streams of water, and we become fruitful and strong. In this psalm, the beginning of book 2, we find a deer who's gone to streams of water, and his usual water source has given out on him, and he's panting, and he doesn't know when he will find that water again. And very quickly in verse 2 we find that the psalmist is saying, that feeling that that deer has, that is the feeling I have for God. My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Where can I go to meet with him? So God is the living water. Is this, is this, is this water that's going to give him life? And he is, his soul is panting for God. This is the living water that Jesus uh, talked about, said that he could give. And then the psalm writer goes on. He says he's tearful. My tears have been my food day and night. So this situation is affecting his sleep. It's affecting his appetite. Then we find that he's being teased or derided by uh, those that are around him who say, Where is your God? He misses the close company of other believers, verse 5, and good times in the past. He feels bruised and buffeted and beaten as if by waves, verse 7. And then we find uh, that he is actually feeling physically ill. His bones are suffering agony, and he is just, he just feels, verse 9 sums it up. Uh, I say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why must I go about mourning, oppressed by the enemy? He feels bereaved. He feels like he, he has lost something in his life. He feels forgotten by God. And this can happen, actually can happen often in our Christian life because it is like this, that we feel our spiritual life is drying up. We feel like we've gone to a a water source which uh, used to be reliable, and somehow it isn't at the moment. And if you don't feel like that now, that I'm afraid, you know, reading the Bible, the life of David, the life of Elijah, the highs and lows that he had, uh, we will have those experiences. How interesting, the book of Acts, with all its amazing things that happened, ended with Paul under house arrest. The last book of the Bible, Revelation, is it's, it's written by someone from a prison island. And so we need the, the resources of dealing with the lows as well as the highs. And the psalmist helps us to do this. He helps us to face these times, maybe with... Better advice than we might otherwise get. I remember growing up, uh, my dad was a great dad, but one of the things he would often say to me uh, about actually emotions and feelings, it wasn't just the boys' school, he'd say, It's all in the mind. Just get on with it. Nowadays you hear things like um, you know, just uh, take your mind off it. What's on Netflix? Or, you know, what what else can you do? And the psalmist here actually has a much more deliberate method of dealing with difficulties and finding a way to grow actually in them and uh, this is what we're going to see now so he self-corrects and I can't say this better than Martin Lloyd-Jones who wrote a whole book uh, off the back of this psalm Psalm 42 called Spiritual Depression and uh, this is what he said have you realized that most of your unhappiness in life is due to the fact that you are listening to yourself instead of talking to yourself? Take those thoughts that come to you the moment you wake up in the morning. You haven't originated them, but they're talking to you. They bring back the problems of yesterday, etc. Somebody is talking. Who is talking to you? Yourself is talking to you. Now, this man's treatment in Psalm 42 was this. Instead of allowing his self to talk to him, he starts talking to his self. Why are you cast down, O my soul, He he asks. His soul had been depressing him, crushing him. So he stands up and says, self, listen for a moment. I will speak to you. And what does the psalmist say? Well, this is where I need those who do have Bibles open to help me. What can you see in the psalm about what God is, what God is like? Uh, things that, statements about God in the psalm. Uh, call out if you can. You might not be used to this. Keeps you on your toes. Sorry? He's a help, help. Yes. Saviour and God, I'm checking that you haven't put it up yet. (laughs) No, no, that's fine, that's fine. The next one's good, but not the one after. Um, Saviour, yes, my Saviour and my God. He's a personal God. Yes, anything else? A rock, yes, he is the rock that you can build your life on. He's a stronghold, a rock, a stronghold. Yes, by day he is directing his love. Verse eight. At night his song is with us. He's the God of my life as well. It says, um, the fact that we are thirsty for God, the fact that we miss something, actually says that we are spiritually alive. That we we know God, and so we know the times uh, when we don't feel his presence anymore. But verse 8, by day the Lord directs his love, at night his song is with me. That tells us that he is present and active, even when we don't feel it. God is with us. He is active in our lives, even if our feelings are on a down rather than an up. And that could be especially important for some of us to hear today. God is present and he is active. By day, he is directing his love. At night, his songs are with us. And these are resources that no one else has. You know, when... uh, uh, And I'm not talking about uh, medical issues here or or clinical depression. I'm talking about what Martin Lloyd-Jones called spiritual depression. But we we can... Go to pharmacists and find medicine. We can go to um, a, a therapist, uh, as they call them nowadays, and get a listening ear. But this psalmist is saying, what he wants comes from God. There's only one source of living water, and he is calling out to him. He recognizes that it's not something he can actually manufacture. It's not. It's not religion. It's the complete opposite because it's not man constructing something to try to get to God. It is God making himself uh, working in this man's life. God is the source of joy. God is the source of thanksgiving, verse 4. So when this psalmist is hearing people say, Where is your God? Actually, that's the religious viewpoint, isn't it? That's people saying, you've done stuff for God or you've said you believe in God and there isn't stuff happening back for you. God is like a lucky charm, but if there's no evidence of luck that comes out of all the, the thing, your belief, then there's no God. A religious viewpoint which is very different to what we find in the Bible because the Bible tells us that our circumstances will go up and down. But the circumstances are white noise. They are not a comment on God who is unchanging, who is faithful, and who brings us through circumstances. More than that, gives us the resources for those circumstances. So just as We can see, can't we, in somebody's eyes, despair or when they're down. Actually, maybe the best evidence for God in these times is the quiet trust and the faith that is seen even in our weakness. The sort of uh, approach that this psalmist somehow managed to find with the grace of God. Because we know that this psalm was spoken by the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit was with this man helping him to find that place of faith. And he can do that for us today. So the psalmist is self-aware. He self-corrects or he talks to himself, uh, but in a good way. Um, He is not a prisoner of his feelings. He acknowledges his feelings, but then he speaks to his feelings. He speaks truth. And then we find that he does the third thing as well. He relies on God. We've already started thinking about this. Um, But our correction makes sense. Our speaking back to ourselves makes sense because... Of the reliability of God, because all the evidence of God's goodness that we see in the Bible and in our lives. Um, I had a friend who started work the same time as me, and uh, he was nervous about going into work. And every morning uh, before he went in, he'd give himself a pep talk in front of the mirror. He would say, I am a tiger. And then he would go, Rar! and and this helped him, you know, it, it, it boosted his confidence, and he would do this until he felt uh, brave enough to go into work. It's funny now because I've got children who um, are starting work, and I'm remembering, yeah, it is it is nerve wracking when you first start work. Um, I never, I I haven't recommended they do that, um, but. This is not a pep talk. Why is it not a pep talk? Because the things that this psalmist is saying about God are utterly, utterly reliable. And we know, don't we, that they are utterly reliable because they've been proved true in Jesus. So Jesus is the living God. He is our savior. He's our rock. He has promised that as we build our lives... On his words, they will be on a firm foundation. He's our hope. He has come back from the dead. And you know, funnily enough, also, everything the psalmist describes here that he experiences, Jesus has put himself through to the extreme on the cross for us. Did you notice that? Thirst for a God who seems... Completely absent. People mocking him, saying, Where's your God? Bruising and buffeting and beating, physical agony. Jesus went through all of these things so that we can know for sure that no pain or anguish or agony or insults are going to be permanent uh, because he will carry us through. He has a plan for us which is eternal and he will turn all things to good. Uh, This past year, actually, Rachel and I have been through a hard time so this psalm actually, at times, uh, was significant for me, strangely how it affected our sleep, our work, our relationships. Uh, There were times I just didn't want to see uh, people uh, because they would ask about the situation and I was just, um, it was too painful to keep talking about it. And like the psalmist, there were times where I didn't feel that God was present. He was present and actually I can see evidences of it, it looking back now Um, But, yeah, at the time, there were were tough times. And I wouldn't like to say that I was like this psalmist. You know, I had good days and I had bad days. But on my better days, I did try to do what the psalmist did here. So I knew when I went to sleep that I would wake up around 4 in the morning with my mind whirring about problems that I couldn't solve. And so before I went to sleep, I chose something from my daily readings that I would have on my mind, that I could, I could breathe in and breathe out. I could force my mind off what it was on, onto something else. I reminded myself that everything was temporary. It might go get worse, it might get better, but in the end it was it was just temporary because all the things that are eternal, the love of God, his plans for myself and Rachel uh, for eternity, um, our salvation, these were the things which were secure and would last forever, and also of course, more than the psalmist, I was able to. Uh, remind myself that nothing that we go through is anything like what Jesus has gone through for us on the cross—the weight of sin and death—and so we got through um, for now, because we know that um, the, the the past uh, is is you know no indication of the future that our lives are not going to be a sort of big take-off. But we do know that in all things we have a faithful God who is our saviour and is our hope. So, as Christians, we don't ignore our feelings. We don't try and put them to one side. We face them, but we are not prisoners of them. We can find a perspective on them which comes from the Bible and the Holy Spirit's help in our lives. He spoke to the psalm writer and he can speak to us today. He can give us these same assurances about the goodness, about the utter reliability, about the constant love of God. And that helps us then to talk back to ourselves talk back to our feelings and find a way to return to God in worship may that be true for each one of us uh, today and I think now there's going to be a song of response Uh, are you going to introduce that uh, Peter right thank you thank you Mike there's a
0: lot of deep stuff there isn't there and uh, I think part of, part of what Mike has done is, is provide some questions that come out of what he's said, his talk, and uh, so I'll send these out, or Sarah in the office will send them out in the week. So use those. Also, uh, I realize there's things there that you may want to pray through. It may raise stuff in your life that you want to talk through with someone, so please, by all means, uh, I hesitate to say Mike and Rachel, because they want to talk to you about other things, but do, do talk to me if you want to, and I will guide you in the right direction of someone you can pray with uh, and be with maybe not today but in the week ahead that's really important that that you take that up with with someone that you trust and you can think and pray these things through but as mike said there's a song we're going to use now to to respond and reflect on this psalm and in fact it's a psalm put to song and uh, again uh, we're not going to listen to the whole thing but we'll listen to to some of it and use this uh, as a reflection on what you've just heard
4: As the deer pants for the water, so my soul pants for you. And all my tears have been my father, day and night, my own.
0: we come to our time of intercessions our time of prayers and uh, in these prayers I'm going to give you some space to pray in the quiet of your own heart uh, so I will suggest areas that you may want to pray quietly as I say in your own heart and uh, leave pauses in between so let's pray eternal defender of the poor and the sad, hear our prayers for all who suffer. For those who are refugees, exiles from home, because of the cruelty of enemies or the vagaries of nature. For those who are starving and whose tears are their only food for those who are desperate for a drink and who thirst for life-giving water for those who are sad and troubled whose hearts break for want of hope. For those whose faith is weak, who feel that God has abandoned them, protector of the weak. Be with all who need you today. May they know that they are not forgotten. And we ask all these things and more in the precious name of our Saviour. Jesus Christ. Amen. And so we come to share the peace. Now we're being slightly more relaxed in the way we share the peace at church. Uh, So please feel free, if you are happy to, to walk around a bit and share the peace with each other uh, in the, the way we used to do. But equally, if you don't want to do that, That's absolutely fine. And please, if you are sharing the peace, just respect those who are wanting to maintain a little bit of social distance. Christ is our peace. He has reconciled us to God in one body by the cross. We meet in his name and we share his peace. The peace of the Lord be always with you. you. Let's share his peace with each other. We're going to sing a song um, before we share communion, so uh, James and the singers will lead us in that. prayer A. The Lord be with you. you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It It is indeed right. It is our duty and our joy at all times and in all places to give you thanks and praise. Holy Father, Heavenly King, Almighty and Eternal God, Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord. For he is your living word. Through him you have created all things from the beginning and formed us in your own image. Through him you have freed us from the slavery of sin, giving him to be born of a woman and to die upon the cross. You raised him from the dead and exalted him to your right hand on high. Through him you have sent upon us your holy and life-giving Spirit, and made us a people for your own possession. Therefore, with angels and archangels and all the company of heaven, we proclaim your great and glorious name, forever praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take and eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, after supper, he took the cup and gave you thanks. He gave it to them, saying, Drink this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant, which is poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. Therefore, Heavenly Father, we remember his offering of himself made once for all upon the cross. We proclaim his mighty resurrection and glorious ascension. We look for the coming of your kingdom. And with this bread and this cup, we make the memorial of Christ your Son, our Lord. Christ has died. Christ is risen. Christ will come again. Accept through him, our great high priest, this our sacrifice of thanks and praise. And as we eat and drink these holy gifts in the presence of your divine majesty, renew us by your spirit, inspire us with your love, and unite us in the body of your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Through him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, With all who stand before you in earth and heaven, we worship you, Father Almighty, in songs of everlasting praise. Blessing and honour and glory and power be yours for ever and ever. Amen. As our Saviour Christ has taught us, so we pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Our custom at this time, for those who are unfamiliar, is that uh, you are directed towards the, the table in the middle there uh, to receive the bread, and then the table either side to receive uh, a little glass of wine, and then we all take our bread and wine back to our seats, and we all consume together. you <laughs> body of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. Amen. The blood of Christ keep you in eternal life. Amen. And let's uh, lift to the Lord those who can't be with us today for whatever reason. Father, we lift to you those who can't be here with us physically this morning. Uh, Lord, we pray for each of them, those who are housebound, those who who are ill, those who need your touch on their lives. Lord, we know that you are with them right now. So we pray that you would bless them and be with them. Bring your healing touch in their lives, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, before we sing our final song, if Jeanette, you want to, the children want to show things, is that right?
5: hopefully they're in the right order. We've done a Bible verse to learn. They're going to hang in the bedrooms. Come on over, guys. So as you can see, on the one side we've got pictures of different deer. And then on the other side, hopefully, if it's in the right way, we should have Psalm 42. As the deer pants, the streams of water, so my soul pants for you, oh God, my soul thirsts for God. And we've spoken a little bit about how how hot it's been last week, and um, to try and remember that God's with us each time we—well, He's with us all the time. But as we, we thirst for that water, and we take a drink in that hot weather to remember God, and to try and remember this Bible verse, we'd actually done a little um, prayer out the back, which entailed slurping. Um, so, are we are you okay to hear a slurp? If I get yeah, is that okay? So bear with me one one second. I'm going to go go and grab. That the straws.
6: Keep talking, keep As the deer planteth for the water, so my soul, and you must know it, longs after you. Run <laughs> faster, Jeanette, run faster, Jeanette. And I've just been really impressed by how well these boys have concentrated today. Some fantastic ca- colouring in drawings and cutting out. As a children's occupational therapist and I was amazed to see scissors being used so well. <laughs> so well done lads.
7: So we're gonna say this little prayer and we're gonna do the, the back of back <gasps> way
5: So Lord we pray and we thank you that you are refreshing like a cold drink of water and we thank you that you have something new to teach each of us each day. Help us to slurp For you, Lord, and it's in your Son's name that we pray. Amen. Amen.
0: Yeah, obviously you need to practice my slurping, don't you? Debbie, do you want to just say a little, Debbie just wants to um, say a little bit about prayer ministry, which I think is appropriate at this point as well, so. And Jeanette's got notices as well, so we're nearly there. Nearly. Jeanette first, then Debbie. Yeah. Um,
5: Yeah, I just wanted to mention that next week is the fourth Sunday, so we'll be having muddy church, um, which is on every fourth Sunday. What's muddy church? It's a time when we go outside into the church garden and we think about God's wonderful creations in the the big outside world. So uh, that'll be at ten forty-five. I hope you can join us for that. And then the following Sunday will be the third of July and we'll be having our next all-age service we missed um this month's because of the uh, jubilee celebration so we'll be back on to our all-age services on the third of July, july which is chosen by god and we've got a bit of a superhero theme going so kids if you want to come dressed up as superheroes on that day please do It'll be um, a Spider-Man theme to the first one, but we've, we're running through a series of, of superhero-themed all eight services. And lastly, I just want to let you know that Oak Meadow School um, came into Christchurch on Wednesday and heard the story of baby Moses, and they'll be joining us again in church on July the 13th if any of you want to come on board with any of these things please come and have a a chat with me at the end um we need refreshments um because parents will be invited to the um oak meadow assembly um on the 13th of july so if you can help out in any way that'd be really really um be really really grateful of that and thank you
6: seems to be my role in life to follow Jeanette and it's quite a hard act to follow but anyway moving on to something a little bit um, different but just picking up um, from what Mike was saying earlier and what Peter said earlier as well um, we are sensing that it's a time to um, begin to offer some prayer ministry again and I've been in touch um, with the team that was in place before um, COVID struck and um, there are, there is a team of people, and I'm hoping to build on that team as well, um, who would be more than happy to pray with you. And I think it's really important. We've had lots sort of since then, but I think it's really important that we hold on um, to what Mike was saying in terms of, um, you know, it's not good to deny our feelings. We need to come to God with those feelings. We need to stand on the promises of God. So if God has been speaking to you this morning, please do go and have a word with Mike and Rachel. I've checked with them and they'll be more than happy to talk and pray with you. Equally, if you want to come and find me or Peter, we will either pray with you or find some people to pray with you this morning. So if God has been speaking to you, don't leave it. Um, Do come and find somebody and we will pray with you. Thank you very much.
0: So we're now going to sing our final hymn. Thine be the glory, risen, conquering son. Endless is a victory, thou, O death, hast won. Let's stand and sing together. So do join in this blessing in the words in bold. We have waited patiently for God, and he has heard our cry. He has set our feet on the solid ground and kept us steady as we journey together. We are the people of God, shaped and moulded by the story of God, freed from our sins by the work of Jesus Christ. God calls us to be his servants, and he will guide us and keep us as we go into the world to serve him. God, you have put a new song into our mouths, a song of praise to you. May the world know that you have sent us by the song of your love in our lives. And so we go in peace to love and to serve the Lord in the name of Christ.